0: You're on with Real Redneck Tom Allard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill. Tom Bill, are you there?
1: I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast.
0: Is it a beautiful night for a podcast?
1: Oh, it's an absolute beautiful night for a podcast. I'm sitting here in a brand new pair of uh, coveralls that my wife insulated, coveralls that my wife got me for Christmas. And boy, am I comfortable. Yes, it's a beautiful (laughs) night for a podcast. She's
0: like, how can I make Bill... More manly. I know. I'll get them some insulated coveralls.
1: Yep. And a new pair of Crocs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not knitted slippers. Oh, you're probably making them for yourself right now as we talk. That's it.
1: Yeah. I can multitask.
0: (laughs) Unlike some people. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike some, only 2% of the population, believe this or not, uh, Google it. Only 2% of the population, something like 73% of the people in the world think they can multitask, but truly only 2% of people can absolutely multitask. But that's
1: still 140 million people in the world.
0: Look at you with the quick math.
1: See, and I get, uh, How did you come it, up with well, that? I was, <laughs> so, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night.
0: So you know the population of the world off yeah. the top of your head. You were able you know to why go. I know that? 2% of the population of the world is this. You know why I know that? Because yesterday. 1.5% my, is knitters. No, and so yesterday, to,
1: my son said to me, he said, Dad, did you know that if 1% of the world only found you attractive that would be 70 million people. I'm like, <laughs> I could do simple math. If it's 2%, then it's two times 70. And that's where I came up with. Which I would
0: then follow up with what percentage of the population of the world is blind. <laughs> it depends on <laughs> <laughs> 75%
2: of those people that found them attractive. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Hey, who, who else do we got there? Because yeah, you failed beside to introduce me, trying to
0: burn you as well as my father, the patriarch Fred, redneck country, real redneck, Dommelard. That is your mic hot. It's hot,
2: and it's a beautiful night for a podcast and a walk over. Good deal.
1: And you get uh, supper there tonight, or was it are you fending for
2: yourself? No, I fended for myself at home. Even my <laughs> wife was out, so I got out what I love best: Christmas leftovers. Had a yeah, you to told me
0: that they were slowly dissipating. They are;
2: they're slowly going, and I a big word.
0: little bit time. Hold on, dissipating, oh. dissipating. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so I'm cranking so her out. Almost gone. You're, you're,
1: well, yeah. You know what I had for dinner tonight? I had another one of these box meals. They just will not go away now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you had
1: tonight? Well, uh, I had some meatballs. Thing with mashed potatoes and uh, corn spinach. I, I don't even. It was great. It was fantastic. But it, it turns out that if you don't hit that cancel button fast enough, they will send you one. And then if you think that you did, you got sign that up yourself. Button, no, might... not this guy. The almost guy's wife uh, signed up for one, three, <laughs> three pack free trial thing yeah, sent to the house.
0: Why didn't you talk to me? I could have told you how to do it. It's <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: so uh, we got the first three ones. I think okay, fine. That's that's not a problem. Then I got a uh, hundred and thirteen dollar charge of my credit card. Oh, I'm like, what's, what's this for? Yeah. Oh, yes. oh I, I forgot to cancel it fast enough. I'm not okay. Okay.
0: Your life. non-hunting tip from the Redneck Country podcast is okay. So a you have an email address which you can make lots by the way (laughs) email addresses go to gmail.com go to outlook.com anyway if you don't know how to do that well you probably don't even know how to find the podcast so create the email you sign up and you get the discount or whatever that is there right so but the next one is going to be so like the they'll do it where you get 65% off your first or, first week. The second week you get 40% off and then the third week you get 30% and then the fourth week is full price and then it rolls on. If you do not cancel, you it just automatically goes and if you do not pick your meals, it will automatically pick for you. So right. the key this to do what it I got. Yes, so the key to do it is you do the order and you do your first meals that you pick right away, you go and you say postpone next week's skip because you don't want to cancel that one right away because if you cancel right away you don't get your first one I'm so you go you go skip
1: carrying this thing on this no, is no, like but this is it i'm telling you how to do
0: this so you say you skip get- and you postpone the meal for a week. You don't do the next week. And they'll say, it'll, it might even ask you, you know, why are you skipping this one if you care to share with us? No reason, vacation, whatever. You say vacation, whatever. So it will skip that week because you can completely be entitled to skip it. Now the pressure's off. Now you don't have to go, okay, I just got mine delivered this week. Now I got to cancel right away. Now you have two weeks to, to cancel it because you've skipped the week in between. You can even skip the next two weeks if you want more time. Yeah. Then you go in and you say, now I cancel because I got my first Box delivered. Then you want to do it again under the discount with the only with the 65% off or whatever the heck it is, then you just start another email address and do it again.
1: This is this is your tip for the people that are uh because I feel like I'm in like the nineteen eighties when you get twelve CDs for a penny, and then now you have to buy, you know, four thousand of them to get out of the club. This is not what I was signed up for. But awesome. i had some good meals i'll tell you that for sure i've had some good meals but they can go away now no more food delivered to my house please <laughs> just, no more food
0: <laughs> yeah see i've got it on lockdown i don't do it all the time but i'll do it from time to time depending yeah, on what deals the they prince. come out with right I just for me you're right 110 bucks for three days or whatever is ridiculous
1: yeah it is i mean it feeds four people in our house with a little bit of leftovers because uh you know violet doesn't eat much but at the same time, if this was the only thing we were buying, I don't think it would be terrible, but like I said before, I don't... No, that's fine. It's, no, I'm, you I'm need good. a break. Yeah,
0: you can't just yeah. keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Nope, totally sure. agree. Anyways, that's what I had for
2: dinner tonight, man. So Right on. Did you guys have a good Christmases, I should have asked. Awesome Christmas. We had some laughs, yeah. some surprises, we had some fun. Yeah, it was great. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, I, I tried to pull a, a fast one on Todd... And a year ago November. A year ago November. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> when he was down dragging deer out, that wasn't this this deer hunt, it was last November's, he put up a couple of woodcock along the creek. And so he said, Once we tagged out, he says, I'm going home getting shotgun. And he said, I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna hunt woodcock. So he wasn't down there an hour. Well,
0: it's because walking to the stand one morning, I put a couple woodcock out and then, but you're deer hunting, right? You don't want to go down there with a shotgun. And then on my way out the next day or the day after or whatever like that, I was trying, I put some more woodcock out and I'm like, hmm, they're pretty rare around here, right? Like it's tough to to get on them in, in our area. So I'm like, I've never shot one. I've had them buzz me in the tree stand, but I'm like, we tag out by Saturday. I'm coming back down with the 20 gauge side by side and we are smoking some woodcock.
2: So he was in there, he got a he got a pair, he got a double. Now, he said that he really whacked one hard, like he really...
0: Oh, I, it was feathers, I blew it apart, I mean, yeah. 10 feet off the end of the barrel. That thing jumped up, I was
2: on it. Anyway, he managed to get a pair. And the, the one that he blew apart was pretty messed up, so... It, it was he, really messed up. He decided he'd better eat that one. But he put the other one in the freezer, wrapped it all up nice, and he said, he always gets the very first... Bird or very first anything of any species, he gets it mounted. He gets it taxidermied, so he put it in the freezer. And so come September, late September, early October, I come over one day without him knowing it, and I rummage through his freezer uh, this year,
0: September this year, until I found it. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in there too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I, like I can't. Like aside from being loaded with venison and goose meat, uh, there's some. There's a. There's a is tur- there's, there's still a turkey in there.
2: Yeah, I came across the turkey. There's a turkey I knew <laughs> that wasn't a woodcock.
0: There's there's rabbit. There's chucker. Uh, I think I ate all the bobwhite quail. I came. There's across, some pheasants.
2: I came across the black duck you lost.
0: There's a black duck in there waiting yeah. to be mounted. There's a goose. Uh, a Canadian goose, greater Canadian goose, with a white patch on its head, and so yeah. I, I kept that. There's deer legs in there, I think. Are they still in there? I didn't see that. What you got deer legs for? <laughs> turn them into bookshelf ends or or gun. Oh holders. Yeah. yeah, you're crafty enough to do that. I can tell. <laughs> I know people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, took they've the bird been in home. there for a couple of years.
2: <laughs> I took the woodcock home, put it in my freezer. I called our famous. Taxidermist, Dave Snook. You're going to
0: mention his name after this? (laughs) He might not be our taxidermist anymore. (laughs) It was a miracle.
2: So, anyway, I told him what I wanted. I said, Can you get it done by December 11th? That's his birthday. No way. I said, What about Christmas? I'll guarantee it for Christmas. I said, Well, that's only another 10 freaking days. I mean, he said, I won't guarantee it for the 11th. I'll guarantee it for Christmas. Okay, Dave. So, anyway, that's why I was so excited when you called me a day before his birthday and said you had the hide done. So, that was perfect (laughs) because I was figuring on one or the other, right, for his birthday, the other for Christmas. So, anyway, Dave calls me and he says, Okay, I got this bird out of the freezer. Send me some pictures how you want it. So, I sent him some pictures. In fact, when I dropped it off, I showed him some pictures. You want me to send these to your phone? He said, No, I got it. I got it. I see how you want it. Then he calls, and he says, send me some pictures. I said, Dave, you told me you had it. He says, well, I don't have it. He says, send me some more pictures.
0: Him and, him and dad are buddies, by the way, so yeah. this is the camaraderie yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and his wife is saying, for Pete's sakes, Dave, he was down here. You told him he had it. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Good old Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. So anyway, he says, after uh, another couple of days goes by, and he says, I don't know if I'm going to do this bird. I said, what do you mean? You guaranteed it for Christmas. I don't mean time-wise. This bird's pretty messed up. I said, no, that's the good one. Well, it ain't the good one. If this is the good one, (laughs) I'd hate to see the bad one. (laughs) And I said, don't care. It's the first bird. We don't care what it looks like. It's his first woodcock.
0: So, yeah, yeah. I've got a chucker on the wall with no tail because the dog chewed the tail off on the way back (laughs) to me. And I said
2: to him, "Let's shoot another one. He said, no, that was the first one. That's the one I, I don't care what it looks like. That was my first one. So I said, yeah, "It's this first one. Just just mount it. Paxidermia." "Okay, I'll I'll see what I can do, but I'll call you." So I get another call a few weeks later. "Okay, you got to come down and look at this bird." "I'm not coming down to look at the bird. I'm telling you, just do it." He says, "He says, but you got to see it." "I don't want to see it. Just do it. I'm counting on it for Christmas. I already gave him the hide for his birthday." So, do it. So anyway, another week or two goes by and he says, I don't know about this. He says, I got I got parts in my hand and my the head's in my right hand. And I said, Dave, I don't care if you gotta glue the head on. together. Yeah, I don't care if you gotta glue the head on. Just do it. He's I think we should just throw it out. You're not throwing it out. Don't care what you gotta do. Do it. He says, okay. So three days before Christmas, I call him. How are we making out? Well, I'm just trying to figure out how to put it on this board here. And I'm thinking, okay, he's trying to figure out how to get it on the board to make it look like it's flying type thing. He says, so come on down this afternoon. Okay, so I go down this afternoon, and I see. <laughs> Kathy closes cheese shop. She's retired. Dave's retiring in the end of December. So I go in there. I'm having a nice visit with them. We're wearing our masks and and uh Kathy's enjoying her retirement, trying to help Dave get cleaned up on the jobs he's got. And so he says, well, there it is. And he he points to the bird. It's a flat (laughs) piece of. uh, Hold on.
0: I got this picture. So it's Christmas time. The angel on top of your Christmas tree. Yeah. So how it would be like our wings, wings out, you know, and it's 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 full blown angel with its wings out (laughs) with a beak.
2: You take a slice out of a log. Like
0: a you, vampire.
2: You, you, you take a slice out of a log, and you got a, a flat piece of, of nice board, right? Nice round piece of board. Yeah, for sure. But it's yeah. kind of oval. And it looks like this bird was flying away from you, and you took that board and caught him and slammed him right on the back of the bird. <laughs> And he just kind of flattened out and stuck
0: to that board backwards. It's like a scarecrow bird. It's like an angel on a tree, half, half, and only with no back. Like, it's just stuck there, like a wing's out, it's like, oh. and a beak, <laughs> and a huge beak, because it's a woodcock. And the head is glued to the board,
2: back, the back of the head is glued to the board, <laughs> and the beak sticks straight out. The arms are out, or the wings are out like the, like the wings on an angel. And then the body goes down flat, and then there's the legs glued to the board, and that's just what it looks like.
0: <laughs> that sounds said, like the ugliest thing that you'd ever see. I, I will send you a picture, Bill. I have neglected to do so because I was waiting for the yeah. podcast. I said <laughs> I you said, needed it. You needed the the verbal. I couldn't even text you the the verbiage that needed to be said to explain what had happened.
1: it sounds like it got run over by a car or something. Oh,
0: that, there, it's flat, dead flat, minus the beak. The beak sticks out. I said, yes. "Dave,
2: Dave," and he says, "That there is a miracle. That there, your, that took me longer." He says, "And the wings are out." I said, "Okay, take it home." Well, I, I've got to wrap it now, and I the wings are sticking. I, I, I got creative. I cut a, bo- a box open with the wings through the sides, and. I, Wrapped it up really nice, and I set it separate. And I thought, and Glenda says, are you really giving him that? I said, it's his first bird. I said, it's not going to be the great gift I thought it was. Like, it was going <laughs> to be my favorite gift. But, but anyway, and Dave and I laughed about it. And I thought, God will laugh about it. But it was his first bird. So I picked this up partway through gift giving, gift opening on Christmas morning. I mean, we're having a great time. We got a pile of gifts and we're handing them out. And I thought, okay, everybody's in a good mood. It's time to hand the bird out. So I said, Todd, I got to hold this and you got to rip the paper open carefully. And then,
0: he made Jen record it. Yeah, because I, I wanted his
2: expression, right? He's why is something going to jump at me? Am I going to get whipped cream in the face? No, 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 no. I'm not like that. You know, I'm not like that. I'm not going to mess you up like just You got to be careful when you open that. And he gingerly ripped the paper away and here's this cardboard cutout laying kind of like a tent over it and it's and it's in a laying in a box that i'm holding underneath with the sides cut out so the wings stick out so he sees the tips of the wings and he lifts the cardboard off and he goes is that my woodcock all excited i said it sure is so he went, he went, oh look at that jen that's my first woodcock and Jed says, how do you know? <laughs> and, he, like, we, we thought and he says, no, no. Glenda says, day one to throw it away, should have let him throw it away. And Todd says, no, that was my first bird. I'd have been upset if I didn't have my yeah, first bird. Yeah, it's
0: a story now, and now it's even more of a story. Yeah, and that's what he said <laughs> yeah. Christmas
2: morning. and. And, and then one of I the shot it was, so
0: good. Couldn't even get a taxidermy. Two of them, <laughs> them. So good. Oh, if Dave's seen the other one, I was taking I, it apart. I actually
2: said, I stopped him and I said, okay, <laughs> did you freeze both birds? Did I get the
0: wrong one? No, I ate one. And he says, no, I that's what he said. No, I ate one. But did you sure you didn't eat the good one? Oh, trust me. I did, because <laughs> there wasn't much meat there, and I really didn't have to clean it a whole lot. <laughs> but he said, it Dave says, Pretty Dave much. Says, there was
2: no back at all. There was no back at all. He says, and one of the kids says, what's that thing sticking out from the board? Like, that's his beak. <laughs> no
1: respect in, in the, uh, the work that goes into that. Hey, I'm sure yeah. it took him... Oh.
0: hours yeah. <laughs> to yeah. make it look like.
2: Well, and stop and think about it. His name goes on. It's going to be on the wall. Who did that?
0: And now Dave. he's on a podcast, dad. He's going to love you. Yeah, no, <laughs>
2: say, Oh, Dave snuck did that. Okay. He's retiring. No,
0: he doesn't care. <laughs> when you hear the,
2: when you hear the story, like he did not want to do it. He throw it away. He did not want to do it. He did what he could, with what he, with what he had, like, I, he was a trooper he did it and then he he knew I wanted it he says there you go so
0: well yeah, I believe like I, I'll send you one I believe he wouldn't have done it for for someone uh, like other than a close friend yeah because he Which wouldn't want it, out, working, it well he wouldn't want it out in the wild with his name on it right and, yeah. and it just he wouldn't have done it yeah. <laughs> he's that particular
2: so I told I well, called him yeah I told Cog to call him and thank him for it I gotta call him cause, yeah
0: He'll be wondering. <laughs> I'm gonna call him all upset. What did you do to my woodcock? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have like what is it, thirteen or fourteen now? Fourteen turkeys that he's done for me throughout my house. Oh, and I got that many. And and yeah, like he's done. He's done my deer. I got a snow. Uh, he didn't do the snow goose. Do my deer? <laughs> yep. Yeah, like he's done a lot for us. He's and and he did a lot of our our other upland game birds, like my chucker and and all that. So he yeah. knows I my mean, Bob White It's coil. not
1: that he didn't have it doesn't have the skill. He just didn't have oh, gosh, the no, material to work with. Oh, he's with. got the
0: skill. He's got but he knows like he he's yeah. he knows my when I bring like the chucker with no tail. He he knows I'm get that sucker. That's my first chucker. Yeah, I don't care if it's got no tail. I don't care. Well, I can get some feathers. No. I don't want somebody else's feathers stuck on my no. on my bird. That's that's no. how it was. In fact, you know, without this, a word
2: of a lie, this this happened this year on uh, one of the mornings of the turkey hunt. We were it was a few days before we got one down, and he had his granddaughter. He was slowing down, and he had his granddaughter with him, and and he was playing with his granddaughter. She was sitting on his lap. He was reading or something. The phone rang, and he he said, "Cassie said." He said to his granddaughter, hold on, that's Don calling me. And he picked it up and he said, hello, Don. I said, hi, Dave. And I said, how did you know of me? He said, I just knew it was you. You got a turkey down. But
0: that sentence, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, he knew you me. were hunting with me that day. There you go. And it was my I don't mean to sound arrogant or anything, but (laughs) don't mean to sound arrogant or cocky, but he knew I was coming down to get a turkey mounted. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's
1: funny you say that about the the feathers on the tail. My dad he shot a a buck a few years back and uh, he shot it right through the neck and it dropped. And he wanted that bullet hole to be in the in the height, but the taxidermist closed it up (laughs) And, and just hit it and he said that's that was part of the story you know if that that hole was there yeah. as much as it could have been in, in the mount but he didn't tell him to leave it he just assumed he would and and sure enough every time he looked, so like we've talked about it a few times i wish he had left that hole there that tells a story as to
0: how yeah, that deer was shot you know yeah, yeah. The yeah. precision awesome. accuracy like i did on a rug that i just got done
2: yeah i can't your
0: yeah. mine wasn't a roadkill
2: <laughs> that's right <true. laughs> anyway i had i had a great christmas morning you know i collect die cast, right a lot yes. of automotive and and there's this company that makes replica die cast motors uh, engines and they're i forget the scale but they're like 10 11 inches in diameter like square you know like they're all full detail and everything turns the you, you turn the flywheel and everything turns, the pulleys and the belts and everything. and just, They're just beautiful. Well, I got looking on their website this year and discovered they put out five new ones. So I put the feelers out and
0: I said, "Put the feelers out. If we didn't get them for him, he was going to buy them himself. That's how it goes. He normally buys himself the gifts, puts them in the closet and then says, "Talk to your mother, go down the hall, pick something out and wrap it for me." Pay. Her. <laughs> yeah. Price list is with it makes the, it easy for you. the. Price list, the list is with the gifts and then when he unwraps it, he's like, "Oh, just what I wanted." Yeah. Well, I hope so. You bought it yourself. <laughs> yeah.
2: So anyway, I I got these 5 molars. Well, you saw the room. You've seen the room down there. And I. Yes.
1: Uh,
2: uh, okay. I can't get them in. I had to really do some rearranging, some cleaning out. So I did some serious, I spent some serious hours down there today. I uh, had broken, have lunch, and went back down there. And I, I moved stuff around the walls, re hung stuff. And I managed to get all of these motors together. I think I got about nine of them now. All of these motors, nine or 10, all together in a row. And they are beautiful. I got a Hemi dragster motor. I got a Ford dragster motor. All fully blown. I got two street rod motors, one Ford, one Chev. Like I got all these. They're just gorgeous. And that, where I moved some of the motors from, that left room now for the new diecast car. And Todd found me a diecast, uh, a place that sells diecast miniature rifles. And one you, one third one, scale. One third. You build them yourself. Oh, that's neat. And uh, Sergeant Gunner.
0: GoatGuns.com. Yeah,
2: and Sergeant Gunner is a goat. And it's Goat Bobblehead. He said he got that for me. It's Goat Sergeant Gunner. It comes with a couple stickers. It comes with goat guns and then the sticker of what the gun is. And this is a sniper rifle, that light, white colored uh, commo, but you build it. And the little miniature bullets, there's three little miniature long bullets that go in the clip, the clip snaps in the gun, the bolt works, like once you get it built and it has neat yeah it has a bipod on the front that comes down
0: they're little replica guns now my my love is shotguns but they don't have shot it's all like kind of military type weapons right so or guns so i i got the closest thing to a hunting hunting gun with the the one sniper rifle it
2: was a sniper it's really cool and so but it is neat so i have room now to put that there with with sergeant gunner and a sticker and and uh you gave me that, no, my son-in-law gave me, you know, these pop, pop icon heads you see all over the place, they yep. for your movie stars yep. and all this stuff. Well, he actually found me uh, a Rat Fink pop icon head, oh, that's nice. and he knows that I'm into hot rods and Rat Fink from the 50s and 60s, and so he, I got one of them, and so he's, I got that on that shelf on the opening that I made. So, all my new stuff is there with Sergeant Gunner. And he also found me a Ratfink advent calendar. It's, about, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a little bigger than 11 by, by 18, it's maybe 11 by 18, something like that. You know, these advent calendars you buy for the kids and they punch them out, and there's a chocolate. Well, these, this is marked out in squares. When you look at it, it's a plastic case. And when you open through the plastic, you can see the cover of issue number three of Rat Fink Comics. And that's that's what's in there. And you open the plastic case. Well, that cover is marked off in squares. And you punch out each square, and it's a Rat Fink toy in each one. Now, I'm well, not opening it. Uh, it. It's going to stay as a collector's oh. item, but it's down there. So my collectibles went up. But I feel really, wow, this Christmas. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yes. I'll get more space in that room for
2: more things in the I future. I don't have, I, and I put up the rest of the stuff that I got. I got a bunch of other smaller casts. I actually mm-hmm. now do not have one inch of space left. I mean, I am maxed out.
1: Your wife will be happy.
2: Yeah, well, she says, why don't you take a wall out? I said, yeah, that'll give me more space to take a wall out. There's a whole wall of stuff done. So right. It's Like I need to put walls in. So that's it. Yeah, I might. Good move, grief! Yeah, I don't know. I might move to another room now. It's. I don't know. I just that room is full.
0: First world problems, but it is. That's
1: exactly right. It's
0: awesome.
2: And
1: I, I know Todd. I don't know. We just, we we got a, a guest coming. I don't know how. Uh, Much time we got if you can tell me about your your new find, which I think was pretty cool.
0: It's Uh, freaking awesome. (laughs) And I think we'll make time. (laughs) It's all good. The that so yeah, I bought my kids for Christmas the Oculus Quest 2. And then because Facebook is so creepy and predictive and smart, if you will. They kept throwing these ads at me for different games and knowing my browsing or my group membership, I'm assuming in that it kept throwing up this clay hunt virtual okay. reality. This,
1: this is going a, a sidetrack for a quick second here on that. OK, I went I went last night and I saw a movie, uh, Spider-Man. I've never spoke about Spider-Man before. Uh, when I started putting putting yep. the uh, the feelers out, I got the movie tickets. I came home from the movie. I sat down, I went on my Instagram and I looked at some of the reels that, that they pick for me, you know, kind of my, my, my,
0: and <laughs> those concern every, me, Bill, those two, do. I don't know if I other want to know. One,
1: <laughs> hey, well, Every other one was a Spider-Man reference of some kind was of it really? Tom Holland. I'm not kidding. You. Creepy. And I, had my, I had my phone. It was weird. Oh, I tell <laughs> so, you what, I
0: don't drink. Same. And so I left my phone sitting between my sister and my aunt one time. And I don't know where we were. This is like a year and a half ago. And they were talking about wine. And I remember they were talking about wine. I don't, I was talking to somebody else. I picked up my phone and the next day I was in, I go scrolling through Facebook. I was getting wine ads.
1: Yeah. This is, yeah. You tell me your phone doesn't listen to you. Yeah. Right. Anyways, That's I sidetracked as crap. from from your.
0: So, but yeah, so I, I keep getting this. Well, I go, so I'm like, I got to get this game. I mean, the kids are downloading, like they're, they're, they're finding the games they want with this beat saber. And they've got, they've got all kinds of cool games. And I mean, this thing is. Absolutely unreal, cool. Like I didn't think it would be this cool, but the virtual reality—like when you go into it, you're into it. I mean, you're in. Uh, it's it is amazing. I will say, and that's coming from uh, 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 you know, a closeted geek. Not that I would admit it, but I I, I I grew up in the age. We grew up in the age of video games, right? Coming up, Nintendo to Genesis, to the Super Nintendo to Nintendo sixty four. Like we went through it all, so we know. And this thing's freaking cool. So anyway. I keep getting it. So I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I can't find it in the app store on this thing. And it's driving me nuts because I screenshotted it on my phone when the ad popped up on Facebook, as creepy as that is. And then I went and I can't find it. And I'm like, why? Why? I'm Googling it. Nothing. Clay Hunt VR. What is going on? So I'm typing in like gun club, gun, shotgun shooting. Nothing is coming up. And so I'm getting irritated. So then I'm in church. On this, yeah. <laughs> this is bad. I'm presiding, but so and I, I, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I open up my phone and I didn't say this out loud, but I'm on Facebook, and sure enough, there's the ad, and there's a link. Now I didn't realize before there's a link, so I click <laughs> on the link, and it takes me to this. Well, mm. it's not the actual app store it's in development it hasn't been really released yet and it's made by shotgun games which apparently is this they they, they made it specifically for this like because it, it's insane so i'm like there it is download it so we go to mom and dad's for for lunch after church we do that with the leftover christmas stuff because this is boxing day and then i finally get on and and i've i've ordered it through the 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 website so it's automatically shows up on this headset when I put it on and I fire it up and holy crap are the physics spot on. I mean on a 60 yard crosser you've got to be so far out in front of that thing or or swinging through it like a machine like there better not be someone around or they're going to get knocked out if they step in your path of swinging that shotgun <laughs> and it is unreal how real
1: the <laughs> physics are. What's the name of the, the we might as well put a share out or uh, what is it? So shotgun games.com
0: or what? No, I, so man, I, I'll have to post the link baby in the yeah, you, you might In, ask in, in the gig. I, I posted it cause I put it on somebody I'm trying to think where I mentioned it. I put it on clay, um, clay crusher, uh, on, okay. on the group clay crusher. And then people were like, Oh, I got to check this out. And, and a, a friend of mine from Wisconsin that he's, he's ordered some shotgun or some trap, trap shooting jerseys for their youth team from me. I designed them and fired them down. They look similar to the redneck country. They like the redneck country shooting jerseys that we made. So yeah. I made, I made some for them and, and fired them down Manitowoc. And so his son said, Hey, I got this. And I'm, so I'm like, Hey, they got it. They found it. And so people are like, Hey, where'd you get this? So I did post the link on there on the clay shooting group, um, clay crushers on Facebook. And so I, I mean, I could find it. I, I can't think it's in the development app. It's not been approved. So it's an app built for nice. the quest too. It just hasn't been approved and added to their store. So uh, maybe because it's to do with guns, I don't know, but there's other gun stuff on there. I mean, there's, there's, Freaking Resident Evil 4 and stuff, you can go shoot zombies. But anyway, so uh, I was able to get it through the development side and it, it's on there. But I tell you, man, it, it is absolutely, it's called Clay Hunt VR. I mean, if you Google it enough, you can find it. If you go to the Clay, sure. Clay Crusher group on Facebook and then search inside there and say Clay Hunt VR, it will come up. My, my, uh, the link I posted in there. It is absolutely the physics. You can do Olympic trap, Olympic trap doubles, skeet, Olympic skeet. There's, um, And then sporting clays, and they have a whole sporting clay course that you can do. You just go from station to station. And I mean, like, there's two traps per station and report pairs, true pairs, like it's rabbits and, and cross, like it's insane. Or there's also the challenge that you can go. I haven't even done all of the challenge. I played this thing for three hours on Boxing Day before <laughs> we had to go to my in-laws for our, for their Christmas. And I mean, my arms were killing me tired. I mean, you don't – I didn't put the gun. Like when you're at a gun club shooting – and shooting trap or sporting clays, you get a rest in between stations. You put the gun down between targets. This, I was not putting this sucker down. I mean, I'm just firing away. And so I was There's, able to... You realize this is, there is no gun. There is no shells. Right, this is right. all in your... But but it's so, it's <laughs> the physics are there. I mean, and I figured out it's all about mount when you're shooting a shotgun, right? Well, I was able to, to actually get these so in my mind I was holding my shotgun because you actually have to use the controller buttons to each button controls a finger so you got to use your hand to grip the shotgun with one hand and then grip the forestock with the other hand and then I was able it's got a ring on the top of the controllers if I put that ring on my chin it was just like my my cheek was sitting on my gunstock and so I was well, able to duplicate how I held it and I'm telling you the physics um, are just yeah, second but to I, none.
1: I'm really interested to know that when you go to the gun club if it helps hindered. oh it's gotta it's gotta help
0: uh, the lead the swing identification of targets and then the and then at the variant there's Oops. dove hunting that you can do as well and I mean that's just a blast how many doves can you shoot in a minute and a half go and I mean they're flying all around that the biggest kicker is in the sporting clays and the trap shooting and all that there, there, so there's an over and under you have options you pick your chokes so I used an over and under for sporting clays I added a high rib because I shoot a high rib gun so you can add a high rib as an option then you you can pick your choke right from skeet or, or, cylinder all the way to full. So four different choke options. I put full and full cause I mean, right. <laughs> so, uh, and did that. Well, then when I went to, you can turn on, I got tired of having to put the gun down, reload it between shots because then you have to actually push the button that opens this, the, the gun up. Then you have to pick shells out of your pouch and with the other. And again, you're using those buttons as your hand to, to control your fingers, to grab the shells and put them in the gun and I mean, and then close the gun and hold the gun and I got tired so I can auto reload. It just, the gun's automatically loaded. I don't have to take the gun down and I can just keep rolling. Pull, pull, keep giving me targets, baby. Let's go. On the dove side, you can't. So on the dove side, you have to reload or I'd be, I'd be whacking more than, more than 50 doves in a minute and a half, but you can't because you got to reload. I, I've, I've already unlocked the auto loader, but I mean, I don't use that. I, I would use it in the dove side. But, yeah. And
2: just think, come dove season this fall, he can sleep until nine o'clock and go dove hunting in his living room and go back and have a nap.
0: There you go. Yeah, Although yeah, they're it. not as tasty when they're virtual. <laughs> no. But I tell you the little, physics little gamey. the physics uh, are second to none. Ah very well have,
2: said, Bill. I have You're, not come over <laughs> into this house in the last several days, doesn't matter what time I come over or what for, just stop in. And somebody is on that machine.
0: The headsets on. Never they got stopped. everything cleared out of the way, and they're it's playing.
2: Never stop. That's so much to do on it. They have me on a roller coaster and in, a, in Jurassic Park on Christmas Day. It is incredible.
0: It's it's insane. But that shotgun, the physics are just. I, I can't believe it. I as soon as I thought like it was only fifteen bucks for the game, and I thought okay, why not? Let's give it a try. And every shotgun game I've played is pretty hokey, right? I mean, you get the pro hunter thing. You can go turkey hunting and all this, and and it's kind of because it's not made by hunters. It's made by developers. This right. is. This this is clearly made. This is different, eh? Oh, absolutely. The the company's logo is a trigger guard with a trigger. Almost looks like a cat's eye, but it's a trigger guard with a trigger. Shotgun games. And I tell you, this thing's made by somebody that shoots shotgun because the lead and and the targets are different size speeds, rabbits and Batuu's like, you name it, the target presentations there. And then 60 yarders that they're hard to see. They're like little specks out there. And I mean, you got to swing on them suckers. So because they're going away, like it's insane. It is absolutely unreal. They got towers coming down and and dropping on you. Like it's, and you got to be, you know, like three, four feet below it to pull the trigger on that tower shot, but it was just like, I was shooting my gun. Like I was hammering them right out the gate. It it was, it was unbelievable just because the physics are there. I'm telling you it's, it, it, it impressed me. Uh, and they say a lot of the
1: uh, the higher end competition stuff is is, is mental anyways so
0: That's right and then yeah there's do, that visualize as well and
1: do that kind of stuff.
0: I, I was looking at that they have a mental trainer for eye hand coordination that they say a lot of athletes use on this thing it's now being adopted by by trainers for high end athletes pro athletes to keep their hand eye coordination uh, up to speed and so I might download that yet
1: This is uh, it's not a cheap venture though
0: you know what? It was, it's, I think regular price is 450. Right now it's on for 400, 128 gig model. There's a 256 gig model. Honestly, we've got like 10 games on the thing and we still have like 70 gigs free. You don't need the 256 gig model. But regardless, it was on, I, I think it was on sale for 375 at Best Buy. And then I got a 70, $75 gift card on Boxing, or no, bo- not Boxing Day, Black Friday, I bought it. So I got it for, for $375 and then I got a $70 Gift card to Best Buy, so really I got it for like three hundred and five bucks.
1: Yeah, so that makes it better when you can get that much off.
0: Yeah, so. and the games there's not a game over forty five dollars. Well, there you go. So it's, really, uh, it's I, I'm not it, we're not sponsored by anybody, and and really I don't like the company that owns it uh, <laughs> from the from the political side, but we won't get into that. But it, it, it so I'm not supporting them in any way. But this thing is pretty cool.
2: And guess what else I got for Christmas? I got a Muller choke tube for my. Goose gun. Did
0: you? I did. Yes, he did.
2: A Muller choke tube. I've been talking about ordering one forever, and I opened this thing up, and I, oh, my God, I got a Muller choke
0: tube. For his well, Benelli Super Black Eagle two. Finale. Yep, decoy. There's no more excuses. Though. No, that's what yep. I said to him. No more excuses. Jimmy Muller came through on that one. No more excuses, Dad. You got to be dropping them like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Mr. Jimmy Muller.
2: Yep. Yeah. That was awesome. There you now, go. Yeah. Just and everything was outside. We had to do everything outside because of the uh,
0: so our COVID restrictions. We, we ate outside and put, up, put, up, put tents up tents with heaters.
2: by 20 tents. We had a Christmas tree in there, everything decorated. We had heaters. We even had a propane fire pit out on. It was kind of uh, nice, there.
0: actually. It was kind of cool. And it it, it was wasn't cold, it was so yeah, it was all right. Like it was, oh, cool. there was a chill. I mean, we're in Canada, but it wasn't cold. So, and you had those heaters and stuff. It was kind of cool. I Christmas
2: liked it. A&E, we played cards, card games for prizes and gifts. A couple of card games for prizes and gifts, and everybody had a blast. And everyone was gone by ten or ten thirty Christmas Eve, and then we ate out there again on Christmas Day. It was just wonderful.
0: That's good. So, Christmas Bill, Christmas tell us about Christmas. yours.
1: Hey, you know, it's, uh, we had a great time. That's all I can say. We, we uh, enjoyed it. Uh, being at home here. at Candace's parents came. We had a nice turkey dinner uh, on the way up to Pembroke. Um, spoiled as usual. Um, and uh, I tell you, it, it's just nice being off work. And I wish we could get together. I wish we could get together with family a little bit more do some traveling. Uh, but I do have to say one thing for sure that uh, uh, we need to wish my brother a happy birthday. It's his 38th birthday today. Is it his 38? Uh, is it,
0: it's his birthday yeah. today? We should have had him on the podcast. podcast. Hot he is dog. Uh,
1: in, enjoying uh, a nice piece of cake and ice cream. I can guarantee you. <laughs> a piece? He's a hockey game. A, a piece? Yeah, well, they, <laughs> I think that was just the start of more, but uh, he'll be having a <laughs> – uh, a drink or two with TJ watching uh the Canadian Junior Hockey game right about now and Yep, started uh, an hour ago, right? Yep. yep. Well I happy, birthday, best, but, uh, happy Mr. birthday, Mr.
0: Real Redneck Jay Tom. That's awesome. Happy, so, happy birthday, Jay. There you go. Maybe somebody so, gets yeah, you some be, shooting lessons for Christmas or something. I don't know. Oh, Maybe. I owed him that. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> That'll get that's his blood pump. pump. Happy birthday. Yeah, it will so. <laughs> Don't drive it off the here. road right well, now when you hear that. <laughs> I it. mean, you have an excuse that's now you're getting older. You could just say you had a heart attack or a stroke or something.
1: <laughs> Yeah, his ice ice going and all that kind of stuff, too. So, yeah, we'll get together sooner or later. I'm going to finish up with a little bit of taxidermy I got going on with, with for him uh, from his turkey tail from the springtime. It's all done. It's just a matter of me not being uh, full of uh, VW projects and, and, and take the priority and, and put on that so. for a day. Yeah, <laughs> it's other stuff. Yeah, but anyway, so no, it was good. We enjoyed ourselves, and I got a few more days off before I go back, which right I'm on. gonna take advantage of tomorrow morning. I've got a pork, two pork shoulders actually going on to the the Weber, so I'm getting Ooh, up at four a.m. for that you're one. You so. up
0: at four a.m. on your holidays to oh, put absolutely. meat on a smoker
1: yep this is absolutely what i'm gonna do i've got a full day it'll go on 4 a.m i'll take it off around 3 tomorrow afternoon i'll let it rest for uh, two hours and we'll be eating around 5:30 or so so you know where i am
0: i was gonna say hmm
1: yeah that's <laughs> to get there. it's gonna be, i'm giving you advanced warning that's all i'm doing yeah. here <laughs> so yeah, it's supposed to Hopefully it'll be a good day tomorrow. No wind, because that makes it tough. When oh, we the smoke's going to, to keep that temperature at a the constant. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be low and slow for all day. But
2: yeah, we're there you to go. So, we're supposed to shoot tomorrow night. So who knows what there will.
1: Yeah, getting back in. I'll be shooting again. I went. Uh, uh, when did I went. I went last Thursday. I had a terrible day shooting, but I had a lot of fun. I didn't take it seriously at all. My my mind wasn't in it at all. Uh, I missed easy targets. It, it, it was just one of those. Let's just go have some fun. I'm not really too concerned about the level of practice. But you know, now it's starting time. We got our next inner club on uh, the ninth of uh, January, and uh, it's you know time to get back into the practice routines and, and start the uh, <laughs> breaking targets like we need to. So
0: yeah, right on. We uh, we got something going on tonight? Well, we do, because last week we had the Sasquatch, one of our real red X, come on. He's an archery bow technician. And so he came on and explained, you know, getting into it, yada, yada, yada. Kind of tried to solve an argument between you, I, and dad about uh, crossbows versus compound bows. Didn't even enter into the longbow traditional bow conversation. And then no. he, he, this year, he had shot a giant Uh, buck and so we didn't get time for him to share that story and really i want to hear it i haven't heard i I don't tell me we'll bring it on the podcast and then i can hear all about it so i've not even heard the story he messaged me the day he shot it sent me the photo of it and i don't tell me i I, I want to hear it on the pocket so this is new for me as well so without further ado let's bring on the sasquatch let's do it Hello, Bill. Are you there? I'm here. And Evan, Mr. Sasquatch, are you there? Yes, sir. All
2: right. How you doing, Evan? Good yourself, sir. Fabulous.
0: Rock and roll. Did you have a good Christmas?
2: No.
3: No. What kind of bug is that? I was pretty. I was sick for the two days. Were you really? Yeah, so I couldn't go to Christmas dinner or
0: anything like that. Oh, yes. Error on the side of caution. Blah. That sucks.
3: Yeah, so I, I pretty much sat at home by myself while they did Christmas dinner. Doesn't that suck?
0: And then there was probably like a, like a whole other turkey left over because you weren't there. Did they bring you, home
2: a, bring you home a Christmas dinner? Oh,
3: yeah. I got a plate brought home. That was, oh, there you I go. I made sure of that. A plate? <laughs> a plate. It made two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: awesome great yeah. right oh so last time we had you on, we went through the whole bold tech stuff and we didn't get wow. to talk about your giant that you shot this year and so yeah, we
1: yep. had, to, had to kind of cut her short before we got to that opportunity to hear that the good story on there
0: and so yeah now we're, we're, we're dying because you sent me i was just saying that you sent me the photo the day you shot it and yep. I don't want to hear the story. I'd rather hear it on the podcast. And now here we are. So I have waited with anticipation to hear the story.
1: Interesting. You've waited a long time. Uh, I
0: have. It has been a, a long freaking time to hear this story because I want it, I want it to be fresh, but I am going to quiet my mic a little bit and be here for the uh, comedic commentary and hand it over to bill for the most part to ask the questions so that I don't monopolize your time telling the story. Cause I know who I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he owns it he's got it but yeah you know it It, it comes point in time in, in every podcast where we have to do that or else the guests don't get opportunity to talk so we're gonna have to get Don to, to make sure Todd's pushed John's back fired. but but anyways yeah no, so uh, Todd was telling telling us on the podcast there um, you had some success this year so let's let's just get it started with, with, with the day and 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 your stories. I'll ask questions as we go.
3: Yeah, so pretty much how the day was is just like another like ordinary type of regular day for us at the shop type of thing. It was busy. It was getting the season started, right? Cuz it was the season just started on October 1st. You get the guys coming back from vacations and stuff like that and getting guys ready to go for moose hunting or whatever. Yeah. So it was a pretty busy day. Before time change goes, we only get one day to hunt a week, like during the weekday, I should say, not a week. So Tuesday, we close the shop at five, so it gives us enough time at the end of the day to go out for a nice evening hunt. So it's kind of nice. And it was really easy that both our spots are literally like, couple minutes away from the shop. So that's Ooh, don't don't tell people that. That's <laughs> it's just <it's> people <laughs> do a little I need bit to edit too close that, to where end?
1: you want to go? <laughs> is, is that something that we want to just leap out there <laughs> for that? <laughs>
3: well like everybody knows who comes in the shop. They know we all hunt local. Like they know we're not far. So, so it, up till now have you
1: uh, you got trail cameras that you put out preseason?
3: Um we I usually do put out cameras but not often like we literally just got access to this spot literally a week before season started oh, so
1: you were kind of we live with the uh, uh, with what was even in the area
3: yes yeah, so i kind of knew what was in the area just from my boss that has his trail cameras going and if you know my boss is james at antler river you, everybody knows that he has cameras running he has he shoots nothing but monsters it's ridiculous so it's just like, we got access back to this property a week before season started. I put cameras up, cameras weren't working for me, so I had no idea what was going on. So I'm like, okay, whatever. No bother me, any. It's just like, I got the worst luck upon worst luck for anything for hunting related. It's like, they call you the almost guys. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty much just a mythical creature that just so-called walks through the woods and doesn't see a dang thing. That's me
1: yeah you gotta own you gotta own
3: who you are though that's just what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty much how i was treating the starting of the season it's just like i'm not gonna see nothing like i'm not gonna see nothing i'm not gonna hear nothing i'm just gonna kind of go out there as kind of surveillance it's just like what's here that's my whole mindset that day was going into just okay well, let's see what's here i have no clue let's see and I would be lucky enough if I get a doe walk past me. That would sure. be a successful night for you
1: when you're going in blind like that.
3: Yep. So I get to the spot. I'm, of course, what? A couple minutes at, like, quarter after five. And that. so I get all my gear on. I'm just at the side of the road. So my gear is pretty much... I leave work, go to the field. Like, I don't have time to go home do one of those descenting showers, have my stuff sitting in ozonics like you, like you taught or anything like that. It's pretty much I leave work, put my gear on, I go. That's it. I don't do nothing special, nothing. Well, that, that'll
1: give my brother all the ammunition he needs to continue to not <laughs> <Yeah>. do.
0: <laughs> Happy <everything>. birthday, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> That's
1: it.
3: Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're tree stand hunting? yes i am I, i'm shooting in a blue spruce tree with uh well i guess so you can't use a climber in a blue spruce
1: tree that answers my question there but yeah, yeah,
3: yeah uh, so i had a, i had my xop hang on stand in there i had no climbing sticks just because the type, the tree that we picked was big enough and the limbs were a perfect v all the way up so i literally just climbed the tree like a big old black bear Perfect. Or a Sasquatch. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much just climbed the tree just as is, and just it was kind of nice. It makes it a lot less noisy. Don't have to worry about things hitting metal sticks or anything. It's really nice. Yeah, soon. Sure. So, so you yeah. Get get, in. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Bill.
1: No, I was just going to say so you're able to get in quietly. You got the right wind for this, this hunt or you, you have any well, idea where these, these
3: deer are possibly coming from? Uh, I have an idea. So this property is divided kind of in half. There's like a big wooded section in the middle of it. And then there's like a whole, a little bit thicker tree line on the property line. And there's like a, a swale bedding area over there as well. So I'm like, okay, we've seen deer in there all the time and everything. And we see them coming out of that swale or coming to corner out of the main woods, walking towards that swale. So me and James last year when we were in there for like a week before we got kicked out. There's a whole backstory on that part, but I'll tell that later. <laughs> so we put. I like so that. We the stand when, up, when
0: we got kicked out, <laughs> that, that well, accompanies every hunting got, story.
3: <laughs> yeah, so we more or less got kicked here. I'll just quickly give that backstory that So we got quick kicked off of that property because the original landowner passed away. So it was this whole family dealing with the whole, okay, my dad's passed away. Now what are we, we're going to like sever up the property or get rid of it, da, So it just ended up going to a separate person, and we got access back. So then we got back in there. So that was more or less, that's how we more or less got yeah. kicked out. is because they didn't want anybody in there for liability or whatever. Sometimes you got to give it a break for a year to let things settle down, and then hopefully... Like yep. your situation you're able to get
1: back in and everything worked out. Yeah. Not that spoiler alert here, or Not exactly.
3: So yeah, we, like I said, we got back in there, everything, nothing idea. So I get my pull up my truck, get my gear on, and that spray myself down with my decenter and then I walk through this. So the fields all standing corn. So it's still corn. It's October fifth. So crop hasn't even come off yet. So to kind of help me kind of cover up me walking to my stand and a little bit kind of covering noise or whatever, even though you can only be so quiet with standing corn around. Right. I walk three to four rows in the corn so I can just walk the edge and walk around. But you can't It's thick enough and still green that you can't really see me. The wind was coming from the east that day which I like east winds. Most people don't care for east winds. I like east winds. I always see the most on east winds. So I was just like, okay, here we go. I kind of probably went in the wrong way that day than I should have. I should have came in from the north instead of the south. Just based on where you think they thought the deer were coming from. Yeah. So, and but for the time frame I had, I'm like, this is my shorter walk. I kind of took the easy, lazy way. It's like, this is a shorter walk over the longer walk coming from the north and i came in from the south like i said so i do that and actually you know i'm almost to my stand and i hear rustling in the tall grass by once i got by the swale i'm like i and all i look and i just see this big old rack just i don't know how many points or anything i just see white rack running away (laughs) Uh, like no Like nothing blew at me, nothing. Like they didn't know what I was. The blew at and then just got up and ran. And all I see is antlers running away. That's like, gotta be a disheartening feeling.
1: Walking into your stand and, and pushing out what you think maybe a big buck <laughs> that was pretty close to where you were setting up.
3: Yeah, for like how I always said, my luck. I wasn't distraught about it whatsoever. I'm like, well, that's my luck. I don't really care. I just keep Straight on going. Efforts. It's just, I wasn't too worried about it, so I just continued on, got to the bottom of the spruce tree, put in my last couple little step pegs to get my steps into, to start climbing the tree a little easier. And that, so actually I get up the tree, get everything settled in, got my bow up on the the hanger, and then I just kind of sit tight, just kind of hanging out. I didn't. I don't make any noise. Like I don't rattle when I first get up in the tree, or anything like that. I just sit there. What time were you uh,
1: were you in? How much I time got, shooting time left did you have before the end of the day?
3: I got in there at five thirty. I see. Yeah, so you still have plenty of time left before uh, last night, oh, yeah. so you can see. Oh yeah, because it. I've timed myself how quick I can get to my spot and back out. It takes me fifteen minutes from my truck. To my stand it Takes me 15 minutes there Perfect yeah. So yeah I'm up the tree Sitting in the stand and I'm just Sitting there Just Hanging out Like we usually always do And that You just kind of Unwind for the day And the next thing you know I just I think about Maybe an hour's past Roughly So it's close to 6.30ish And the next thing I know All I hear is the sound Of antlers hitting a branch so I'm like okay like there must be like deer down this tree line on the property line here making a scrape or something marking this thing you couldn't see a a deer at this point you could just hear the the oh yeah that's all I couldn't I have my window for my shooting lane out of that tree is probably about 10 feet wide By only like so yeah, like both 10 feet wide and about probably eight feet tall. That doesn't give you
0: anxiety knowing you only have that little window. No, not at all. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Sitting up there knowing that deer's got to be in that spot and I got to stop him yeah. in that spot at the right time at the right distance. Oh, it would drive me insane.
3: No, it, because how it works is like it curls on the, the field edge where the corn is, it kind of curls out and I have a big gap in between my tree and the corn and if they like to follow that corn, they just curl and they'll go right in front of it. So I wasn't too worried about that and I had like more of a spindly looking tree to my left that had very thin branches so I could see through it going up that tree line coming down the corn but like I said, all I heard was antlers hitting branches I'm like, okay, deer's making a scrape and then Literally within like probably a couple seconds of me hearing that sound, here he comes just walking, comes like popping out of like the edge of the corn between the trees and the corn just comes popping out. I'm like,
0: you didn't think about calling or grunting or anything. You were just chilling.
3: No, I'm just chilling. Cause after, after I saw the antlers run away, I'm like, okay, that's kind of my night gone. So I really wasn't worrying about nothing. So I just kind of just sat there. So when you, uh,
1: when you heard the, the antlers uh, running off the tree, did you take your bow off and get ready to, or were you still kind of in a, a, you know, a a wait mode that you didn't think things were going to happen that fast? Sticking with
0: true to form and the large um, words that I've been using, were you just (laughs) lackadaisically sitting there, Evan?
3: i sure the heck was just being a lazy bum sitting there but yeah like your question there bill i didn't have time to really sit there anymore and kind of wait it was literally hear the sound there he was it was just like holy crap and i my boat was still hanging there beside me it's like as soon as i could see like the antlers and the body, and it's just like there was no doubt in my mind. It's just like I'm shooting this deer. Like I see enough rack on this guy's head. Yep. Yeah. He's oh. getting heart shot. pounding. Were Wait. you freaking out a little bit? Oh, heart was pounding for sure. Adrenaline's kicking in. Well, because truthfully, for me, this is the first. This is the second deer ever of me hunting being in shootable distance for me.
1: So how long have you been bull hunting, man? Eight years to give eight years. So it, it doesn't, again, and I'm, I'm not saying anything with regards to the time, but people who go out first day, first time and shoot a deer, they don't have an appreciation of eight years worth of things happening. You know, eight years worth of pressure and time and, and almost opportunities. And now you've had two uh, close encounters where you could harvest an animal. And this one, is it your your first buck you had an opportunity at or uh, at harvesting? Nope, this is the second.
3: Oh, okay. Did I you, yeah. did you get? I got one? another. If you want to hear the very first yeah. story, I'll tell you after this one. Okay, it kind of
1: almost kick in the pants. All right. Well, we'll we'll finish this one off first before we get down. <laughs> I, I was just trying to uh, reinforce yeah. the fact that way to bring up the kicking pants. First. Yeah, you know that was. I didn't want to. It's Christmas time. I didn't want to have that happen. He has to bring it down a little bit. I mean,
0: he gets jealous when other people shoot deer. It just it comes with being the almost guy. Yeah, the almost
3: guy. So yeah, when I tell people this is like this year when I got this deer, everybody's asking. It's like this. You've shot deer before. They think I work at this archery shop. I've shot deer before. And I'm like, no, this is my first one.
1: Yeah. Which is so anyway.
0: much
3: more special. And then they look at me like, seriously? I'm like, Yeah, it's my first one. Don't give me shit. You've started. shot a million
0: <laughs> a million foam deer. Killed
3: them oh, dead. Oh yeah. I've killed tons of foam deer. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah. But this this guy comes out and it what what kind of distance are
1: you looking at for for your, your shot?
3: So I was hoping so I once I saw him kind of got An better like visual aid of them I I pretty much have slowly crept so I've been sitting the whole time and then once I get a better analyze of them because I'm slowly reaching for my bow at the same time while I'm sitting there, unhook my bow from the trees from the hook bring it in front and I'm slowly standing up all in kind of one slow motion I'm kind of liking this spot because I'm really in the shade from this spruce tree so I'm pretty much in the shadows. Which you're kind all, of you're all well.
0: covered up now. So for people that haven't hunted that listen to the podcast that this at this moment I have a feeling you, you can tell me I'm wrong but your heart's pounding and everything is oh, moving yeah. in such slow motion. You know you've got to reach for that bow really gently and easy so he doesn't see you and so you're going but you want to get that bow in your hands so fast but you can't you're fighting yourself. It's like a struggle. Am I moving too fast? I got to get the bow. I got to get the bow. I got to get the bow and it's yep. just taking it feels like it's an hour and a Half just to get the bow off Of the hanger and get it in your Hands so that you're ready to rock it's, Am I right it's so true
3: It's so true at that point because that's what I'm Thinking because you're literally you're Not looking at what you're doing you're Physically focused on this deer To make sure like anything you're doing Of movement wise you can Actually like hold and like Freeze for a second and for Him to keep going but for me unfortunate Like the lucky thing for me he didn't even know I was there. Like he came in totally upwind. Like he came north walking south. He had no idea I was there. And he was just doing his thing. Like he's just doing his everyday type of routine. So once I finally stood up, releases on my put my release on, I draw back. And that and I'm like I pull my pin on. I'm like, I have my sights, everything's ready to go. It's on him. And I'm cursing at him. I'm like, go to your left. Like, go to your left. So that way he's starting to get into my shooting window. And that, so I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm like cursing at him. And this is like, I'd say probably only two minute span, but it felt like forever. No I'm deal. like, just move. And actually instead of him turning left and going towards around, the, following the corn, he walks straight towards me right towards that real spindly tree with a branch hanging down with a bunch of leaves on it. And then it's just like so I had a let down because I couldn't hold it drawn back no more. And I've practiced from doing tournaments and that of holding for a long time. I can hold for two minutes easy. But everything was feeling heavy. Sure, it's now your adrenaline's pumping your
1: your body oh, wow. is is going in overdrive and now all you're thinking is you got to let down or else your, your body started to shake and uh, he just needed to take a few more steps in the
3: right direction. And he wouldn't do it. Yeah, you wouldn't do it, so I had to let down and he comes right underneath me. So about this time he is eight yards from me. Eight yards. Eight yards. and he comes right. He look He stopped for a second, was thinking to take in the trail that goes right behind me into the thicker bedding area but there is a tree has fallen within a few days during those big windstorms that we had and that. So I was just like that kind of blocked that pathway. So he kind of was like, Nope, not going that way. And he curled back out a little bit and he was in the midst of doing, starting a scrape on this spindly tree right in front of me. I have, I made sure I had like a window for something that close. So, Todd, you're getting anxiety from a 10-foot by 8-foot window. Try my window for that spindly tree at eight yards. It's the size of a basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what, if you were <laughs> hunting it. with dad, you'd be in there with a chainsaw, and you'd be dropping trees.
3: That's oh, right. yeah. And be yeah. so, so I, had that, I had that hole about the size of a basketball, and I, I drew back again. I knew how far it was and I know what I had to do for that shot. How'd you know how far
0: oh, did it. you range find that spot beforehand and you just knew, or did you range find them before you drew?
3: No, I knew it just by looking at it. Just from your yeah, three D
0: time, you could just look at the and
3: advantage go. of 3d archery right there. Right there. I just knew it by looking at it, what the distance was. So I put, and of course, like we said last week, last time we talked was I don't move my pin from 20. <laughs> right, because I have a single pin, so I didn't move. I didn't have time to move it from my twenty point to my sixty five point to shoot that eight yards. So I had to literally put my pin on this deer's belly, if not on the ground underneath them, to give you the right spot to get it, the right him.
1: spot. And and at eight yards, he's quartered away from you now, so it's he kind quartered of quartered too. Quarter two,
3: yeah, okay. Quarter two, his head's right facing towards me. I put it right on the back, right behind his shoulder blade, and I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, If this is where the like the anxious part of me got going. It's just like, this is my first gear in front of me, in shooting spot. I'm not waiting no more, and I just went poof, and I just let it go. It's just like, I should have waited, after the fact, but in that moment, it's just like, nope, there's my spot. I got it. And I just let her rip. And next thing you know, he just let up the biggest mule kick and he would go. Like oh, yeah. that part happened so fast. I didn't, I saw the lighted knock that I had on my arrow. I saw it. I lost it. And then I saw it again once he ran away because it went right through him where right, stuck and sticking right out of the ground. It's a through and through shot on him. Oh, yeah. Just went so straight now, through.
1: Now you got the potential for good blood because you got the through and through and you hit him uh, right where you're, you're aiming or do you, you don't, you don't know at this point in time.
3: At that point I had no clue. Yeah. I put my pin where I wanted it. And just with that little window, I was just like, yep, here we go. Followed through, did my shot. Like I said, he did a big old mule kick, like a buck and bronco right out of the chute and gone. So how, how were the nerves once he, he was gone? Oh, I was shaking. I was shaking like a
1: leaf. <laughs> it's always funny. I, I find I don't get the shakes until after I take a shot. You know, I, and after I take a shot, whether it's on a big buck or a small, or a smaller deer. <laughs> then the nerves kick in and I start to shake. But, you know, especially it's a little bit nerve wracking when you're archery hunting and that deer doesn't drop right on the spot. Now you got all that doubt in your mind. Did I hit him in the right spot? Did I, you know, get enough lung? Did I get enough, maybe a heart shot? How far is he going to go? Am I going to find him? And did you hear him crash? No, but
0: I get You'd it both cry, times. Bro. I get it before and after. I mean, if you got time to see him coming in that, oh my gosh, it drives me insane. <laughs> and then once the shots out, and you think, even if you think you did, if he doesn't drop in eyesight, oh my gosh, my mind will run away. What if what yeah. is he, what if he didn't? What if I didn't no, hit him good? What yeah. like where did he go? Did he did, do you think he dropped? Did he go hundred? Did he go two hundred? Like where? Oh my gosh! And it is everything <sighs> I can do to sit in that tree stand and not get down and possibly push him.
1: Yeah, where your mind goes is do I have enough ammunition if he comes back? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no. Oh, no. I'll always have enough ammunition. <laughs> yeah, it's because your dad's
1: <laughs> buying it. I get it. I'm sure cool. <laughs> oh, well played, Bill. Well played. So, how long did you wait before you, you got out of your precinct?
3: So, I probably waited maybe 15, 20 minutes because I was. One thing, because I could to watch him run for a, a quick couple minutes, and I could see blood coming out, and where it was coming out, I'm like, "Yes, I got a good shot with him. Good shot on him. He's not going to be long, and I'm good to go." Like we, I was texting my boss at the time. when he was hunting not that far away, and I was texting him, and I said, "I just shot a buck." I'm literally letting everybody know that I know. I literally just shot a deer. Like I was going down the list and just. And I knew just by how close he was, everything, I knew he was dead. There's no doubt in my mind. I've shot in practice for eight freaking years. I knew this deer was dead.
0: All, yes. wait for it, culminated, culminated to this moment he just, right here. Eight years culminated he, to this moment.
1: And the yeah. pause in the recording was Todd looking that up on Google to figure out what right. that word meant prior to saying it. <laughs> well, it wasn't even my voice. Re- it
0: was the Google talk thing. I <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And he took that little bit extra of a pause and he's like mousing the word without saying it. Does it actually say it correctly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. yeah! I was literally going down the line, letting everybody know I killed this buck. And then I went back to my boss's house and hung out the barn and waited for everybody to kind of finish up for their hunts. And then there's a bunch of us went out and we did the blood shop. Cause unfortunately for other people is I am partially colorblind. I can't see blood trails. No, no,
1: that's too bad. That's that's all. So, one of my favorite parts of the whole hunt is the tracking post yeah. hunt, and did not have that opportunity. That's,
3: that's so a- I was kind of, I was always worrying about blood trailing deer and stuff like that. I've gone on plenty of blood trails with buddies and that, that have gotten deer. My brother have gotten, and I'm literally the first person most people call to come haul out a deer because I love doing it. I'm
0: no I will else. keep that in mind. I love hauling out deer. It's not a
3: problem. I'll turn them into a backpack and carry them out whole. Like I don't care. I'll haul them out. and that is like I'm always willing to help no matter what it is
2: so when you found and I was
3: I was hoping my phone was gonna ring tonight that buddies that are out tonight that were saying yeah we got to go haul out some deer so but I never did get that call so
1: yeah the the clock is ticking now so the uh the the track job at what point in time were you convinced that uh, that this was going to happen right away, or did it take a little bit? It did the, was a, a massive blood trail
3: right off the hop, or did, did everything? It wasn't that big. It wasn't that great of a blood trail, but the truthfully. So my thought, my shot that I thought was perfect, it must have not have been that great. Because when we got there, we got to the spot. We're literally finding like a spot here, a spot there. Like it was very spotty, like very little spots. you could find one section where it was a decent amount. And then it was just like little drops all over. I was glad that I had my apprentice Jacob with me because his young 17 year old eyes could just, he he found the first speck that's literally probably the size of like a water droplet. And he's like, there's blood. I'm like, how the heck did you see that? Yeah, So there's, there's about six of us out there for this blood trail and Jacob found it. And I, you know, we followed it for so far. Then that's when we split three and three. So myself, Jacob and my brother, we went to the tree stand to start where my arrow was. And then my boss, James, his buddy, Brad and his wife, Maria stayed there. And we were going to kind of meet up, but they kind of followed it from there. But he ran all through the bedding area. So he was running through thick stuff. He didn't get overly far like if he was running through just a plain field. Like if he ran through a plain field, he would be a fair ways away. Yeah. But since he ran through bedding area, really thick stuff, he didn't get too far.
1: How far did he end up going from the this where you shot him to where, where you found him? 80 yards. 80
3: yards. Oh, that ain't bad at all. That's not bad. Yeah, that's 80 yards through thick bedding stuff. Double lung? (laughs) Yeah. No.
0: Just one lung?
3: It was. So once we. So my boss and his buddy Brad and his wife decided to play a joke on me. So they found my deer first before I did. Because we're, like, me and Jacob, my brother, we're weaving all throughout the bedding area. Like, James and them could watch us with because we had our headlamps on and everything. And it was dark. So they could see us weaving all through this place following the blood. And uh, then we finally, and then James yells at us. He's like, guys, be quiet. We just spooked them. He just got up and ran. And I'm like, getting oh, all no. a little frustrated. And I'm like, well, crap. For me this is my first year. So these guys have shot plenty of deer. So I took them literally. So I was just like, okay, I kind of goofed. I thought I did a good job. And next, thing you know, so James and I walk further up and I'm looking straight ahead of me. I'm not looking at the ground. I'm looking straight ahead of me seeing if I can see him pop up again and run again. And then next thing you know, James like acts like he trips over something. And he's like, well, did you look at that? There he is, and he's laying there dead on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I was more in shock. I'm like, "Holy crap, he's right there." And just,
1: <laughs> well, then the, everything—big uh, sigh of relief at that point in time, I bet.
3: Truthfully, the sigh of relief didn't even kick in. I was just like, "What? He's right here," and then it was more just like the it was just getting super excited and everything of seeing it. And then everybody's just praising me of what a nice deer and everything like that. It was just, I I don't think the relief ever kicked in. It was just a lot of like, Holy crap. He's right here. And then everybody's just saying, congratulations. This is a, this is an awesome buck. And everything like that. So yeah, I saw pictures of that deer. Todd
1: sent me uh... <laughs> um, and and I tell you what that that is a good deer not only for your first year but a, a good deer in general. Oh yeah, heck so yeah! fact that it, it was blind it was a blind hunt, yeah, and to have that guy walk
3: underneath him, man, that, that's yeah, so he is, He's a big, he's a big size nine point buck. Yeah. Nine points, nine points.
0: Yeah, I just yeah. shot him. I, yeah, I I thought
3: about that. I was like, yeah, I'd shoot him, so I did.
0: Yep, I wouldn't have hesitated. He'd have been down. Like it's no. not even a buck to hesitate on.
3: And that was the thing for me. As soon as I saw him, I saw the body, and then I looked at his head. And I'm like, yep, there's enough antler on that head for me. I was just like, here we go. Yeah. Now, would you Pulled have shot trigger. it if it was a
0: six point? Gone eight years without getting a deer in range. Would you have shot him? A, would you have shot a six point? Be honest with oh, yeah. me now Sasquatch Oh yeah See and yet you get a monster walks in My gosh
3: <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have shot it. I would have shot anything with a decent amount of antler On his head like, Even if it was like a good Three year old buck that was a nice Six point or whatever For me I was just like I need to get something I just need to shoot one Like I need to get one finally under my belt Get the pressure off my back Because I've put so much pressure on myself get a deer each year. It's, it was just, that was the best part was as soon as I saw him dead, it was more or less, I felt the sigh of relief yeah. coming off my back. It's like, I finally have done it. It's just been, it's been a long road. And I, like, I've talked to even Scotty at your house, Todd, a couple of times. It's just, because Scotty's like, I don't know what I'd ever do if I never got a deer within like the first couple of years. It's like, I'd probably give up. I'm like Scott. I've gone so far five years without a deer. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yep. He's like, geez, you're braver than I am. He's like, I would have quit.
1: Well, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, that's the love and the passion for you know not quitting before you get the job done, and 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 I wouldn't you know it's it's the same thing for me. Um, you know, I, I would never, it never quit. And if that deer was a four point, a till or whatever, if I had a tag for it in my pocket, they presented an opportunity. I would for sure take that deer.
3: Yeah. And that was the thing for me. It's just like, he's the second deer ever to be in shooting range for me. After people are just like, well, how long have you been hunting for? I'm like eight years. So it's like, have you been like, are you like been picky? Have you been holding off? It's just like, No. I just haven't had the opportunity or if my locations and that haven't been the greatest for anything of producing anything in shooting range It's just how it's been. My first year I had a, another monster buck walk. I rattled him in right along the week before rut. I rattled him in. He walked right across the creek, walked about 25 yards in front of me. So I'm a new shooter. This is my first year ever bow hunter was this hunt. My first year, I just got married that summer, got a bow, practiced. I could hit 20 yards, no problem, but I wasn't quite comfortable enough at the 25 and 30 yard mark. I could shoot them, but I wasn't quite confident enough with my shot at those yardages. And the next thing you know, I get this monster of a buck walk it about 25 yards and I had to adrenaline against kicking in all that fun stuff. And I had to sit there and watch him walk away oh, because oh, I was oh, not comfortable enough taking that shot. He literally walked around, got my wing blue and gone. And that was the first and like the last until this year of a shootable deer in distance for me.
1: That's well, awesome. I offer you the congratulations on a, on
3: a job well done, that's for sure. Well, I thank you, Will. I should be actually getting them, I think, back from the tax service, I think, here, I would think shortly, if not in a couple more months here. Wicked. Because mm-hmm. I took them there pretty much the week that I got them. I took them down to Josh at True Life Mountain Tilbury. So well i'm anxious to see pictures of the mount when it's done yeah absolutely i have to make the pedestal for it because i'm doing a pedestal shoulder mount so i'm building the pedestal for it right on look i have to i gotta make that up still so
1: well we uh, i definitely appreciate you coming on and and telling your story
0: yeah that was awesome appreciate it thank you sasquatch no worries, I got all
3: jacked up again telling it, this way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've told, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've I've told this story at the shop to customers and stuff like that. And that way it was always like the quick and short stories. But then yeah, this one kinda of going back through it all in a little more detail. It was just like, Yeah, you got all jacked up again. It's just like, yeah. hey, here all we right. go, let's go again.
0: You only got about nine more months to wait to relive it, so it's all good.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm all ramped up now for turkeys now. I love turkey hunting. I truthfully, I prefer turkey hunting over deer hunting. Yeah,
0: it's less work.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not for me. It ain't. I find it more work for turkey than it is deer for me.
0: No, no, I do too much. I make I make too big of a deal out of deer hunting. Turkey hunting, I don't take it as serious. So it's less work for me. It's just go sit in the bush. Shoot a big old Tom. Not to sound yeah. cocky or arrogant or anything, but <laughs> no, I mean, they just did. seem to that... fall in my lap. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: No, that's the way we end podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like it. Yeah, I think we should, but that was awesome. I appreciate you coming on, Evan. That was a wicked story. Love it. Love it. Eight years yeah, that... and then nails a nine pointer. Oh, friggin awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you take care, yeah. Evan. It was nice talking
0: to you. I'm going to wish you a, a happy
1: new year. Yeah, happy years to you, Bill. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And yeah. We'll have to have you back on again. Oh, freaking right. Yeah. See you next time. Evan. Awesome. See yeah, ya. Take care, everybody. Yeah, yep. thanks, right. guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bill. Goodbye. Yep. and that'll do it for this week, folks. For the Redneck Country Podcast, I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom.
0: And I'm Todd. Thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at the redneck country.com. Again, that's podcast at the redneck country.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.